Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Theater 5 presents Around the Corner from Nowhere. No, Miss Phelps, he ain't here. Look around again, Barney. I know he's there. You can't miss him. Tall, dark, and irresponsible. Has five legs. Three of them belong to that bar stool he's sitting on. Gee, Miss Phelps, uh, you know this joint. Uh, This time of day, it's practically empty. You shouldn't have said practically. Give practically a message for me. Uh, Sure, if that is uh, when I see him. The city editor expected him to check in over an hour ago, carrying his little shutter and his little flash bulbs. The city editor wasn't happy, Barney. Hey, your boss is sore. So he'll fire me. You know something, Barney? Rick, you've either been serving bigger onions or smaller martini glasses. Why don't you have any decent music in that jukebox? Tell Ted not to worry. I covered up. All the way, I hope. Some sisters like Lucy Phelps should be held under a blanket until smothered. It's wonderful. Would you please take this phone? I I don't like being caught in the middle here. Barney, when you see Wonder Boy, give him another message. Uh, Yeah, yeah, sure, Miss Phelps. Just say, Lucy said, boy, have I got a girl for you. Give me that. Uh, hello, Lucy. (laughs) Who is she? What's her name? Why, Ted, what luck. You, uh, just drop in. Who's the doll? Very pretty. But I'll level with you. She's a lousy conversationalist. You see, um, she happens to be very dead. Huh? Has been for a couple of hours. Murder. I'm writing the human interest angle. Not in the interest of your job, I suggest you meet me at the morgue and start snapping a few pictures. Of all the sneaky... You know where the morgue is, sweetie? You've been there before. Oh, I admit it's not the most cheerful spot in the city, but I've got a flash for you. Standing in line at the unemployment office can be pretty deadly, too. A trip to the morgue. Oh, just what I need to cheer me up. See if you can find me a bigger glass and a smaller onion. Look, if you'll pardon me, you're acting like a jerk. So your girl walked out on you. There'll be others. You want my opinion? You're well rid of that one. Nobody asked your opinion. I admit she wasn't bad to look at, but did she ever stop talking, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. At all the right times. (laughs) Well, you'd be better off with a nice, quiet type anyway. Change of pace. You know what I mean? Well, maybe you got something. Like, uh, that girl at the morgue. Now, wait a minute. Take the advantages. Good listener, no back talk, and for an extra added attraction, you keep your job on the paper. Yeah. Okay, you win. I'll call Lucy. Tell her I'm on my way. 
Got change for the booth? I'll go on and use this phone. Oh, thanks. Hey, what's the morgue number? Should be right here in my little black book. <laughs> oh, black. Very appropriate. Uh-huh. Here, AC2. Oh, you're right. I was acting like a jerk, tossing over my job and for who. She did talk too much. Oh, it's a beautiful world, Barney. Full of lots of beautiful girls. There's probably a special one waiting just for me right around the corner. When you meet her, bring her in. Drinks on the house. Hello? Uh, hello, is this a... Is this... Who did you want to speak to? I... I guess I dialed the wrong number. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sure I have. I'm sorry, too. I... I didn't disturb you, did I? I wasn't doing much of anything. It's all right. As a matter of fact, I was feeling a little lonely. A pretty girl like you, home, all alone? How do you know I'm pretty? Hey, say goodbye and hang up. Shh, go away. This is important. So's your job. I, uh, uh, I don't suppose you'd care to meet me at Barney's Bar. What's the address? There are usually lots of people, plenty of light, and the cop on the beat drops in every once in a while. I didn't ask you that. I just asked for the address. Uh, corner of Spring and West End. I'm practically around the corner from there. I think she's coming. Hey, 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 Barney. I think she's coming. And I think you're nuts. Tall, dark, and irresponsible. Lucy was right. Oh, no, no. You didn't hear that voice. So young and sort of fuzzy around the edges. The kind of voice that... That belongs to a girl who wears perfume behind her ears and bruises easy. And you know what I'm going to do? What? Ball her out for making a date to meet a stranger. And then I'll buy her dinner. Oh, brother. Where are you going? Out to dinner. Personally, I can't stand the food in this joint. Hey, why don't you go to the morgue and take those pictures, huh? What's the rush? That stiff isn't going anywhere, and neither am I. Not until I meet her. What number did you play? Number six. Fifteen minutes ago, I was complaining because I couldn't find any decent music in that noise box. And you come in, put in a dime, and listen. <laughs> of course, fifteen minutes ago, I complained about a lot of things. I hadn't met you then. Pretty song. Pretty girl. I think I remember some of the words at the end. I think they go. And so it seems that we have lived before and laughed before and loved before, but who knows where or when. Can't prove it by me, but I like the sentiment. Do you believe it, Ted? What? That maybe we, people, I mean, lived before and laughed before and can love again? I must be cuckoo. What am I doing here? Please, don't go. You don't understand. Oh, sure I do. You're a nice girl and you're a little embarrassed at being a telephone pickup. I know you've never done anything like this before, but 
Well, I can't help being glad you were down in the dumps and lonely when I dialed that wrong number. You wouldn't have come otherwise. You don't know how lonely. You don't know. That's it. Sit down. You want to order something? I better warn you, food's not the greatest. Even Barney, he owns the place. He's across the street. But a cheeseburger won't kill you, I guarantee it. No, I'm sure it won't kill me. I'll make a cheeseburger, Jeannie. Coffee? Please. And coffee. Why didn't you just say the usual? I would have known. The usual, coming up. I lied to you on the phone when I told you the place was full of people. Well, it is, but never at this hour. As for the cop, he drops in, but not until later. There's just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And if nobody ever wrote music to those simple words, they should have. Dance with me, Cassie. Say, I don't even know your last name. Mine's Clark, Ted Clark. I'm Cassie Turner. Dance with me, Cassie Turner. Will you promise to keep on talking? What do you want to talk about? Anything, everything. Let's, let's talk fast and, and make believe we're dancing on, on a big stone on the edge of a big cliff. And the stone is balancing itself on a dime and we might go over into nothing. Any minute, any minute. Okay, come on, dance with me. All of a sudden, there's nothing I want more than to hold you. Oh, yes. Hold me, Dad. Please hold me. And if you feel me slipping, please, oh, please, don't let me go. you about the food. I've never tasted anything so good. You're kidding. Honest. Maybe, maybe I have had better. Maybe I just never noticed. Cassie. So many little things I, I never noticed or appreciated. What's wrong, Cassie? Let me help you. We take so many little things for granted. Like, like being able to, to turn on a lamp when it gets dark. Can you imagine what it would be like, Ted, to, to be in the dark and, and not be able to turn on a light? It scares me. Let, let's talk about you. When you picked up that phone earlier and dialed that number, who were you really calling? A girl? Yeah. Biologically speaking, I guess Lucy would be considered a girl. She's a reporter on the newspaper where I work. I was supposed to meet her somewhere. I'll think up a good excuse why I couldn't make it. Here. And a pen to go with it. What's that for? That magic number I dialed. Your number. I'll never remember it. Write it down for me. Uh, if you really want it. There. Thanks. I feel better now. I I don't want to lose you, Cassie. Uh, that, that paper you work on, tell me what you do. <laughs> I'll even show you. One picture's worth a thousand words. <gasps> oh, no. I didn't mean to frighten you. I just took a time shot. Oh, you had no right, no right. I didn't want my picture taken. Oh, Cassie, I'm sorry. I really am. It probably won't come out anyway. Well, it has to come out. Fast film, slow exposure. But I'll tear it up if you don't like it. It may not be anything you want to keep. Oh, don't bet on it. You're beautiful. A little pale, maybe. Personally, I don't think a little lipstick ever hurt anybody. I guess that's the makeup craze these days. 
But you look uh, a little half dead this way, honey. What did you say? Oh, oh look what I did. Oh, so you knocked over a cup of coffee. It's not a major catastrophe. It was hot, though. Didn't burn yourself, did you? I didn't feel anything. Not a thing. Don't, 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 don't try to stop me this time, please. There's somewhere I have to go, and I'm not as lucky as you. There's not an excuse in the world that can get me out of it. I, I won't let you go until you tell me what's scaring you. Something is. You practically admitted it before. Don't, don't get mixed up in this. If you're in any kind of trouble, count me in. Do you hear me, Cassie? Do you remember what you said before? That I was a nice girl and, and maybe a little embarrassed at, at being a, a telephone pickup? You don't know anything about me, Ted. Nice girls don't get mixed up with men like Tony Carr. Tony? Carr, you know the name, if you work on a newspaper. He's been taking up a lot of space in them lately. You and that hood? I can't believe it. Maybe you even took a picture of him. Every other photographer has. He's... He's very photogenic. <laughs> Glamour boy of the underworld. It's, it's not hard for a girl to have been fool enough to be interested in someone like him. Lately, the, the Department of Justice has been interested in him, too. They asked me a lot of questions. I answered everything I knew. So that's why you're afraid. Oh, listen, Cassie, and trust me... I won't let anything happen to you. I promise There's nothing I... you can do. I, I was right the first time. I, I shouldn't have come. It was all wrong. I've got to get out Cassie, of here. Cassie, Cassie, wait. Cassie! Didn't you forget something, Mr. Carr? Please, Jeannie, uh, there's a girl. Oh, there always is with you. Now, How about giving the home talent a look sometimes? No, get out of my way. I'll lose her. What about your camera? Leave that lying around. You lose that, too. Oh. Here. Thanks. Now pay for the cheeseburger and coffee, oh. and I'll say thanks. Oh, for crying out loud. No credit without an okay from Barney. Come on, 60 cents for a cheeseburger. You're and... so conscientious about not giving credit without an okay from the boss, and you shortchange him. That was two cheeseburgers, two coffees. You trying to be funny? Oh, I don't have time to argue. That'll more than cover it when you discover the mistake. Keep the rest for a tip. One cheeseburger, one coffee. That's what you asked for, that's what you got. And you couldn't find her? It was as if she had never showed up, Barney. Like the way you never showed up at the morning. Oh, quit bugging me. So I'll be canned. Right now, all I want is to find her. She's in bad trouble. She would be, mixed up with a character like Tony Carr. But she's not the type. Take my word for it. I, I, I don't know how it happened. She probably doesn't either. I wanted to protect her, but even when I danced with her, she seemed so kind of far away. I can't explain it. <laughs> you danced with her? To that junk? Hey, you must be in better shape than I thought. What number? Number six. I distinctly remember she said it was number six in the jukebox. The music played and we danced. That? No, of course not. Not that. It wasn't that. Hey, what are you trying to do? Pulling my machine? How do you stop that noise? Easy. Stop it. Pull out the plug. Come on, pal. Take it easy. I I'll fix you something. It was another song. 
Why isn't it there now? Oh, Mr. Clark, you ran out so fast, I didn't give you your change. Barney, tell her how much you charge for two cheeseburgers and two... One cheeseburger, one coffee. I ought to know I served you. And the girl. What girl? Are you trying to tell me... Look, you ordered the usual. I served the usual just to you. Period. She's out of her mind. Maybe you're a little drunk, Mr. Clark. (laughs) Now, take it easy. Don't get riled, Ted. But, but you're sure, I mean... Well, you uh, know you did belt a few before I left. Okay, okay, let me have the phone. I'll prove it. Her number, she wrote it down for me. Now, here it is. I should have tried calling her before. A C two three O two O. Great sense of humor that genie's got. Trying to tell me... What's the matter with me? The numbers must be very similar. That's how the mistake happened the first time. Careful. I'll be more careful this time. Two. Three. Oh. Two. Oh. That's what she gave me. I'll get her now. This time she'll answer. City morgue. Hello? Hello? This is the city morgue. Yeah, don't you think you had enough? How'll I find her now, Barney? She needs me. I know it. She was so upset. She even made a mistake writing down her own telephone number. Well, I've been stood up in better places. Oh, lay off, Lucy. Okay, what happened? You were in an accident? Hit by a bottle? I said... She's le- feeling a little sick, Miss Phelps. What's wrong? Skip it. Don't ask me why I did it, but I had the editor send over another photographer and made up some kind of excuse to save your neck. You must bring out the maternal instinct in me. Hey, you do look awful. It's the same color as that Turner girl on the slab. What did you say? What did you say? Turner, Cassie Turner. Too bad. Only 21. And pretty. The police know who did it. They booked him for murder. Tony Carr. How did you know? Say, what's the matter with you two? You both look sick. I was with her. I danced with her. I held her in my arms. You knew that, kid? Oh, I'm sorry, Ted. She was here, Barney's place, not an hour ago. Oh, come off it. I know where she was an hour ago. The same place she is now, at the city morgue. Look, Ted, it it don't make sense. Uh, I mean, maybe you read about this girl somewhere, and like I said, you had been drinking. I've got a negative in this camera that'll prove I wasn't drunk and I'm not crazy. Lucy, want to see how your corpse looks sitting at a table eating a cheeseburger? Come with me to the lab. Okay, that's long enough in the developer. Now let's stop action and throw it in the hypo. Ted, this is insane. Fast film, slow exposure. It has to come out. That's what I told her. She said it might not be anything I'd want to keep. She was right. There's nothing here I want to keep. Who wants a picture of an empty chair?
Theater 5 has presented Around the Corner from Nowhere, written by Winifred Wolfe, directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, June Graham, Jim Dukas, Jim Stevens, Eugenia Rawls, and Arlene Walker. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlasotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Boy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.